If you come from Malaysia or Southeast Asia, the parable of the dishonest manager hits close to home. Jesus commends a man who uses someone else's money dishonestly to gain friends, and that's a problem. Dishonest people, dishonest politicians, even dishonest Christian leaders should not be praised. They should be locked up. And yet, Jesus says, Christians need to learn something important about how this man uses his money. Three reflections, the manager, the master, and money. Firstly, the manager uses money to gain friends. Verse 3, my master is taking away my job, he's being fired. Verse 4, I know what I'll do, it's another scheme, so that when I lose my job here, people will welcome me into their houses. Imagine you're about to lose your job. Imagine you're about to lose your life. Your priorities will change. Suddenly, you don't care what's for lunch in the cafeteria. No, you're thinking about what's going to happen next and what I can do now with the time I have. So, verse 5, he called in each one of his master's debtors. He asked the first, how much do you owe? 900 gallons? Take half off. A thousand bushels? 20% discount. Did you ever notice that rich people surround themselves with friends? You ever notice that? It's wrong, but it's true, isn't it? They use their money to gain popularity, sometimes to gain girlfriends or boyfriends. But the point is, they use their money. And the lesson is this. This man is not just shrewd with money, he is shrewd with people. He converts pounds into pals, ringgit into relationship. And that's the manager. The manager. Secondly, the master, verse 8. The master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. You cheeky fella, you. <laughs> In other words, I don't think he approves of what he did. But he certainly is impressed. For, verse 8 says, and this is Jesus speaking, for the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than the people of the light. Or put it another way, Christians are not as shrewd, not as wise, and not as savvy as non-Christians. That's what Jesus is saying. Verse 9, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves. In other words, money is there to be used to gain friends. My favorite movie of all time is Tousan, God of Gamblers in Cantonese. It's a gambling movie. And there's a scene at the end where Tousan meets Chan Kan Nam, his arch nemesis from Singapore. <laughs> They're at the poker table. And Tousan, he goes sai or all in. He pushes all his chips to the middle of the table. And everyone around him goes, whoa, look at that. We don't do that, not as Christians. Oh, we, we use a little bit of money here and there, you know, for church, for charity. But you know, the church budget, it must always be balanced, meaning we must always have a surplus. Can you imagine a church with zero in their bank account? And yet, and yet, isn't that what Jesus is saying here? That money is there 
not to be saved, but to be used in order to save. Verse 9, so that when it is gone, all the money is gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Almost imagine walking to heaven and being welcomed by all these friends you helped get into heaven. How? By using all this money. You see, this is not a parable, a parable about giving money. Oh, please give more to mission. No, no, this is a parable about how you use your money. How are you using the money that you have for a mission, for evangelism, for the gospel? And that brings us to our last point, money, verse 13. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Most church council meetings are sadly about money. That's the truth. We don't study the Bible. We don't pray. We talk about the budget. We talk about the church building and paying for it. Now, if that's not you, well, well done. But if it is you, Jesus is saying you are serving your money. You're a slave to your money. You're not serving me. At least, you know, the manager, as dishonest as he was, he was master over his money. Your money is master over you, which is a lot worse. Verse 15, you are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others, but God knows your hearts. What people value highly is detestable in God's sight. At least the manager knew it was the master's money, it wasn't his. You know, we think this money belongs to us. During this time of lockdown, you know, I know that lots of people are giving less. But the truth is, less churches are spending less as well. And you might say to me, you know, that's just less money to spend with. And that's true. But isn't that true also of this manager? He has no more time. He has no more money of his own. But what does he do? He spends it all. And friends, the lesson is this. If ever there was a time to display the worth of the gospel, the value of Jesus Christ, it is now or it is never. Either way, it shows what we value. It shows who we serve. This is Luke chapter 16, the parable of the shrewd manager.